Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I am John. And today it is uh, Season 2, Episode 3 of Beast Wars! It is the Coming of the Fusors, Part 2. This episode was written by Bob Ford, and it was directed by Cal Schumacher, Schumacher, Last time, Beast Wars, Dinobot secretly took possession of both of the golden discs while Megatron welcomed two new Predacons into the mix. And with Rhinox busy searching dream space, I guess, He's for Optimus, yeah. Rat Trap, uh, Cheetor, and Dinobot were forced to stand off against all the Predacons. And that's where we come in uh, with a big-ass firefight. Oh, yeah, they both open fire, and the Maximals just get blasted. Well, there's this bit where, like, they fire missiles, and all the missiles meet in the center and explode and blow those three Maximals to, you know, flying over behind a boulder. Yeah, they take cover, and Cheetor says, like, uh, I can fly over them and, you know, get the drop on them, and Dinobot's like, that's excellent flanking strategy, and Rat Trap just... Yeah, you think that's a good idea? He just throws this rock up in the air and, like, immediately all these yeah, yeah. projectiles, like, the Predacon just blasted down to this little tiny pebble is all that's left of it when it comes back down. Yeah, um, and uh, Megatron's like, all right, they're trapped. Let's blow them to shit. And Silverbolt has that moment where he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. They're, they're outnumbered more than two to one. Shouldn't we offer them a chance to surrender? Yeah. And Megatron just smacks him into a rock. Backhand yeah, him. Yeah. Doom, like, don't question me again, Fusor. So that's how we learn how to But he Fusor, did that I guess. in the last episode, so it loses some of its weight this episode. Mm. Um, it would have been better if he smacked him in the last episode and then shot him in this episode yeah anyway um we cut to con uh, rhinox's subconscious or whatever it is and he's drifting further and further into space or yeah like, the, and the computer's like a uh, second warning like uh, if you stay out of this for too long you're the odds of you coming back are not good do you, you know you know on the title card of our show that kind of like tacky grid in the background <laughs> okay, yeah yeah oh i see where you're going yeah. it's it kind of looks like he's flying through that We've come full circle. That doesn't make sense. Uh, and there's a we. This is when we see clearly that big pink beam of energy flying into space that's connecting Rhinox and this stasis pod to whatever it is that thing that was pointing at them. Yeah, down the hall, around the corner. Yeah. yeah. So uh, amidst all the combat that's happening outside. Uh, Tarantula starts commanding Black Arachnia, <laughs> who's back at the base, yeah. to find those golden discs. And when she can't. And she's rooting through a closet oh, or yeah. something. One of the things she pulls out is a rubber, rubber duck, duck yeah. and it even squeaks. <laughs> like, oh my God. All I was waiting for was for her to like pull like the 10 foot pole out of the, you know, two foot space. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she says, look, they're gone. And uh, Tarantula says the Megatron will have a backup somewhere. Yeah, so them. she gets Megatron's computer out. And uh, now Megatron realizes that Tarantula, who is standing beside him. Okay, who's he talking to? Because I detect no radio transmissions. So why would Tarantula need to talk out loud at all if, if the connection between him and Black Arachnia is telepathic, right? Like That's a good point. Yeah. Maybe it has something to do because whenever he talks to her, her eyes go green and she speaks it out loud as well. Maybe. Oh, okay. Look, as long as there's that. rules and they follow them, I'm fine with it. Yeah. But uh, he, oh, then Megatron also realizes that the, the Maximals are holding their ground and not retreating because... He sees the pink beam in the distance and realizes yes. they're keeping us away from the base. So he sends a silver bolt and waspinator to flank them and get to the base. Go get it. And uh, they fly over the Maximals without attacking them. And then the Maximals realize, hey, wait a minute, they didn't attack us. They're trying to get to the base. They know what's going on. We got to get there before they do. 
commercial break. So we come back and Rhinox is still searching, but running out of time, the computer tells us. And then uh, Cheetor, like, again, Rat Trap has to explain to him. Should I fly? Yeah. Okay, so Cheetor, he, he kicks him into the air. Yeah. He's like, I need, I need to run off. We're running start. He's like, I'll give you something. <laughs> oh, and then Dinobot, Rat Trap turns into his, uh, what, roadie is it? Roadie mode, I think he roadie called mode. it. Roadie mode. And Dinobot, it's like a 10-year-old like kid on a Power Wheels that he's way too big for. <laughs> but he's on and there they, and he's got the gun off. and everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, holding the gun mounted in front. So uh, the, anyway. The, it gets so kind of Looney Tunes here, too. Yeah, it, it does. Uh, so we got go to Waspinator in the air, and um, <laughs> Cheetor comes up behind. Silver pole. Oh, yeah, no, no. First, Waspinator's going on about how he's in charge of the Why? thing. Spinator is a leader now. And Silverbolt's like, all right, great. You you go ahead and lead. And then like Waspinator takes like that acquiescence is like insubordination because he he just stops in midair and it has like the sound of tires screeching, even though he's like in midair. Stopping in midair, he turns around and goes, wait a minute, like I'm in charge here. And uh, Silverbolt's all right, fine, what are your orders? But so uh as they're talking, all of a sudden Cheetor comes out of nowhere, slams into Wasp Midair, and then takes off. Sends him and, crashing, yeah. And Silverbolt looks like a puppy ready to play chase and takes off after Cheetor. Yeah, because uh, Cheetor growls at him and flies off. Silverbolt follows him. Yeah. Meanwhile, like far too comically big Dinobot is still riding on Rat yeah. Trap. It's just, it looked funny. It looked funny. Yeah. And they're just going everywhere. Um, and the, the Predacons are, are giving chase to all the Maximals now. And then we go back to um, Black Arachne. And this, I really, I was getting a little tired of Black Arachne getting kicked around. Mm. I really like this, where she all of a sudden finds something on the computer. She finds the, uh, you know, the backup files of the golden discs, yeah. but starts, you know, fights to cover her eyes and black tarantula or not black tarantula, tarantulas out in the battlefield is like, Hey, well, what are you doing? Show me, show me, show me. Yeah. And as he's trying to figure out what's going on, Dinobot shoots a boulder <laughs> and it crushes him. Another one of these boulders the that's conveniently on top of this <laughs> Plus, thing. Yeah. It flattens him. 20 feet from a transformer. Um, and it, it crushes him. And all of a sudden black tra- Arachne is like, well, hey, you there? Hello? She's like, oh, shit, I actually got some privacy here for a second. So she, yeah, because she figures, okay, this isn't, he's not gone for good. But she downloads something and triple encrypts it, she mm-hmm. says, and it just, like, shoots from the computer into her eyes. Yeah. So She kind of has that matrix code going down her, uh, her retina. Yeah, like, it's just the zeros and ones. I really and like that now she has... She has something that nobody else has. She has she has a piece in this chest. And nobody knows that she has it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somewhat like Waspinator. He has he's got a, yeah. a play now. He's got a piece in this Everybody's chest. Everybody's got a trick up their sleeve, an ace up their sleeve. I, I know at the end of season two we were saying, like, oh, they're setting up a lot of stuff. And they haven't really followed through on, admittedly, most of it. But what we're getting is a, a pretty good advancing of story, plot, and character motivation. Thus far, season two is pretty good. Yeah. Um, so uh, Inferno and Megatron are shooting at Dinobot and Rat Trap. Yeah, and I guess Megatron can fly in battle mode now, too. So, yeah, okay, fine. It's Megatron. I'm willing to accept that. Yeah. He's got at least he has the jets. He's not like Superman. Yeah, he's got that. But there are some great like close up stabilized shots on their faces as they're moving. It's mm. again, they're doing like it, it's it feels like somebody took a rig strapped it to a transformer focused on their face and said okay fly around shoot everybody now like it, it felt like real camera movements i like where this show is going yeah it's a shame there's only one more season after this yeah but uh dinobot shoots inferno into megatron and then we got a little silly he smacks into him and somehow their heads switch bodies and inferno thinks that's just hilarious but like 
Megatron, well, I guess Inferno, punches Inferno's head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see, a smarter, a smarter uh, Predacon would have immediately taken over the Predacons. Yeah, he'd be like, oh, shit, I got Megatron's body, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Let me beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Tarantulas uh, con- finally comes to consciousness, yeah. contacts Black Rack. He's crawling out from under that rock. Yeah, yeah. and she's like, oh, the, the, it was all booby-trapped, the computer blew up, they I couldn't just- get it. It's too bad. Dang yep. it. I'm so sorry. And it just shows her with the smoking gun behind her <laughs> yeah. back. It's like standing next to this completely wrecked computer. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. So uh, uh, Silver Bull gets shot down as they get closer to uh, Maximum HQ. Silver Bull gets shot down by Sentinel, and Cheetor comes down with like this spike spear pole thing. Yeah, he takes him prisoner. And uh, he's, yeah, he's like free. So Dinobot and Rat Trap arrive, and Silver Bolt's like, all right, kill me. And Dinobot's like, oh, sure, sure. And Dinobot's like, all right. <laughs> he gets the sword out, and they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> they stop him. They put him in a CR uh, chamber instead. I and like what Dinobot says. He's like, I must have been defective to defect. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's a good line. But yeah, they, they put him in the thing to, to fix him up. Yeah, and then um, Rat Trap Apparently, Rhinox is ready to wake up now. Rat Trap wakes him up. Yeah, and uh, the, the thing is finished, and uh, Rhinox says he went where all are one. I'm like, okay, and uh, he just hopes that his trans-ion trail lasts long enough. I'm like, okay, mm. you're still not really telling us anything. Tell anything. You're, yeah, you're saying gobbledygook so that when at the end when you go, it worked, it'll feel like you had a plan. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, then, then immediately the Predacons all start to fire in the base and there was a scene, true to character, where Cheetor comes on the screen he's like, hey everybody, Predacons are attacking us. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, he comes on the monitor. Yeah. We need help. Bye. Commission break. And uh, Rattrap's like, yeah, we're all gonna die and Rhinox is something like, um, yeah, it could happen, but sometimes miracles happen, too, when he mm. pulls up his fucking minigun. Yeah, and the, so the Predacons, there's a shot where they throw everything at them. Like, Oh, they're just letting them have missiles it. and lasers and everything is hitting that maximal base. The and maximal base's computer's like, yeah, your shields are going to fail in 18 nanocycles, so you might want to do something about this. And in this season, the weaponry... Or like the weapon fire has gotten better. Like all the missiles are leaving a really decent smoke trail. The laser fire yeah. looks like lasers, like classic lasers now, not these these like energy balls they used to shoot at each other. Yeah, yeah. The pink energy from Rhinox's space beam as the shields are about to fail travels into the stasis pod that the Maximals had that Rhinox was connected to mm. and a giant Maximal shrouded in darkness kind of emerges from the pod. Boom. It's very And big. there's even a shot where they go to Silverbolt. Yeah, because uh, this Maximal, whatever it is, opens the CR chamber and Silverbolt, it shows his face and he just shits himself. He's like, ah, kind of thing. Like, what am I in for now? Because at this point, he still thinks like he's been taken prisoner, right? Exactly. He actually they, they never even thought of that. I thought he was just in awe. I didn't get the idea that he might have been terrified. That's interesting. Anyway, he uh, we go outside and there was maybe one of the better shots of this series thus far. The sun starts to come out or the Maximal shields fail. The, yeah, uh, the Predacons, like glass. <laughs> yeah, the Predacons blow the shit out of the Maximals and uh, the four of them, Rat Trap, Cheetor, Dinobot and Rhinox are laying on the ground all beat up and they're like, well, this is how we're going out. We can barely stand. Now it's it was yeah, nice knowing you, Ray. <laughs> yeah. Then the sun comes up. Yeah, really cool shot here. You're right. There's been a couple directors for these two episodes, or different directors, but they really went with the the Western theme. I don't know if Bob Forward in the script was like, cue the OK Corral music, but 
they carried that Western yeah. theme across the nicely. Eagle yeah. screeching, yeah. tumbleweeds. Yeah. So, the, yeah, as the sun comes up, the Predacons walk forward, framed by the you sunset. You see their silhouettes. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. You, you can tell who everybody is just by their shoes. You really can. It really and, and they're in like size order with Megatron in the middle, and then Inferno on one side, and then they, they get smaller as they go yeah. out. And even, it's, it's well done enough that when they... When the cameras, like at first, it's just a black silhouette of the characters, but when the camera zooms in, you can kind of see the colors as they're backlit around the edges. Yeah, it it kind of emerges. And then there's like a slow mo walk, and the lighting is beautiful. They almost look cell shaded. It's just everything looks great about this is like Inferno cocks his weapon, Megatron charges Mm. up his tail weapon. Like everything about this shot looks. Great. It's really well done. And Dinobot really is like, well, at least we go with honor. And Megatron mm-hmm. is like, here's blindfold, last cigarette. He's just about to shoot him, but then something very powerful blasts like between them because it doesn't look like it hits any of them. But. Yeah, nobody's damaged, but something hits and they all turn and there's like a reaction of shock from look every up, yeah. single character, one they by one. All freak the fuck out and the smoke clears and it's It's a new Optimus! It's a transmetal Optimus! You thought you had to buy your kid another toy with Megatron and you got sucked into it. Well now you're buying your kid another toy with Optimus because this one has a fucking surfboard, baby! Surf something kahuna and it's going up my nose! <laughs> Wow. Uh, yeah. yeah. He wasn't kidding. I mean, it's, it, Optimus literally has a fucking surfboard. He does. Like a hoverboard. Like, the, the Predacons shoot at him, and he has a shield, but he had that before. And he returns fire, and they run for cover. But then he goes to beast mode, and yeah, he's got a fucking surfboard. Yeah. And it's like one of the rocket-powered ones, like Griff had in Back to the Future <laughs> yeah, 2. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and we have that shot where Ronix goes, my plan worked. Yeah. And I would have loved to see a microphone just get stuck in his face and say, could you describe to us what your plan was? Mm. Oh, fake news. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Optimus blocks all the Predacon fire with one of those big ass shields. Um, and then they all run. Oh, and he opens fire on them and they run. Yeah, well, Megatron like points out, uh, you know what? Flight isn't just your advantage anymore, Optimus, and flies off after him. Mm. Yeah, and Optimus lands in the middle of the Predacons. They have him surrounded. And Inferno shoots at him, but Prime just ducks and hits Quick Strike and Tarantulas instead. Although I was like, oh, this is kind of weak because Prime ducks, and when the missile goes past him, it suddenly banks to the right. To yeah, hit the other it's like it's Decepticons like. Was it looking for a time? Maybe that's a, yeah. Optimus is back. We're all happy. Um, And then Optimus is like, all right, it's your turn, Primal, or Optimus, whatever he calls him. And they have a a standoff. And of course, Inferno and uh, Optimus have themselves a a quick draw thing. And uh, it's really drawn out. And yeah, Prime wins, obviously. Of course. And then uh, Megatron has Optimus in his sights. And he's like, oh, sweet, I'm going to take you out. Yes. When suddenly (laughs) Silverbolt swoops right in and knocks Megatron off a cliff. And he's like, consider that my resignation. Yeah, that's my two weeks, bitch. But uh, yeah, like Megatron's falling. And I'm like, do I have to do it? I have to do it, don't I? Megatron, fly. You can fly now. You can fly in both modes. You showed us that. Like. Uh, anyway yeah um well so we go back to maximal hq and i was a little upset at how easily silver bolt was just accepted into the mix yeah like dinobot's still been proving himself this whole time yeah and they still suspect him but even though time and time and time again he is yeah proving himself it's like this guy's like uh can i want to join the maximals and prime's like i like your resume like yeah really uh so rhinox tells optimus and everybody that all the all the nearby unstable energon was blowed up 
and what didn't explode was turned into stable energon cubes. All right. Okay. And yeah. um, that so apparently remaining in battle mode, at least locally, is no longer an issue. And I say boo to that. Well, yeah, sir. That I say boo. Kind of like the the main reason they had to be beasts, wasn't it? It, it was the complication in this grand plot, and the the fact that they're taking it away. Even they're taking it away just when they get more powerful beast modes. I don't understand why. Yeah, well, maybe that's the thing is they can stay in battle mode, but now their beast mode is the form that they turn into when they need to kick more ass. Uh, that's actually, yeah, there you go, probably. <laughs> so they, oh, and then I think it was Optimus or Rhinox says, we're, we're going to wait on uh, Tigertron report for further sectors. And, uh, and then Optimus is like, great. Well, let's get everything back to order. And uh, Rat Trap, get your shit out of my room. Yeah, because apparently Rat Trap moved in and Dinobot was like, well, I thought you were dead. Dinobot just smacks him. <laughs> and yeah. then the, he spins around in his chair. Yeah. I, I like this scene, though, because it goes back to Predacon headquarters. And Black Arachne is just standing there being all coy and innocent little girl kind of thing. And Megatron's like, isn't it interesting that Dinobot made off with the discs and mm. my data was destroyed, but you're in perfect working order. And like, yeah. you're sure there was no backup. And she's just kind of standing there. Nope. As you can see, it's all destroyed. Their, their relationship has been great. It continues to be like, they know they hate each other. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, Megatron, there's a funny moment here where he just, uh, changes to beast mode and roller skates around the <laughs> command deck for one lap and then turns back. But he laments that, look, I've lost the golden disc and the backup and Dinobot has them. And, uh, but the next, oh, and then, was, oh, and Optimus Primal's back. But this next phase of the Beast Wars should be interesting. And they cut to Black Arachnia, who has that Matrix code going, going over eyes. eyes. And, she, and she's like, yes, very interesting indeed, you fuck. At the end of this one, Optimus asks how the new bodies handle the Energon, and Rhinox is like, well, it's kind of an on thing now because the wave or beam or whatever it was destroyed half of the Energon and converted the rest of it to stable Energon cubes. Energon cubes, those things that the Decepticons used to make all day long in G1, like, that wasn't a one-step process. There was some work involved to get oil to Energon cube. Like, it just wasn't Energon cube. But why would the beam do both? It either destroys Energon or refines it into Energon cubes, one or the other. If you throw a ball in the air, it isn't going to fall back down only half of the time and the rest of the time stay in the air. Like, pick a fucking lane. And if it destroys some Energon but gives some Transformers new abilities, then why didn't it destroy some of the Transformers? Well, we haven't seen Scorponok or Pterosaur in a while, Maybe it did. Or why doesn't it give the Energon Cubes new abilities, like arms and legs and tennis rackets or a canoe and a canoe paddle? I mean, Optimus got a surfboard. Well, here we are at the end of another episode of Tefinpus, uh, Tefinpus Beast Wars. The next Beast episode Wars. is going to be Tangled Web. Oh, I wonder what that'll be about. Weaving something? Possibly. Uh, if you want to see something that should be is, is better weaved alone, uh, you could find us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul's is at P. McPherson. Oh, what you did there. I see it. Uh, yeah, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app. Tell all your friends. Tell everybody you know. You can find old episodes at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. <laughs> see you later. Well, at least we go with honor. <laughs>